go. Welcome back, my friends, to the Flicks of the Week that Never End. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Uh, I am here to tell you my Flick of the Week, which is going to be the Netflix original docuseries, Evil Genius. And I'm going to be talking about the, is it 64? 1964 movie. Black and white, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Last Man Standing, based on Richard Matheson's... Last Man on Earth. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant novel. Which was, yeah, made into... Dude, I said Last Man Standing, and I meant Last Man on Earth. <laughs> You'll be into that show, huh? You're glad it's coming back? <laughs> you got Tim Allen in your mind? You fucking Fox supporter, you? No, I don't. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. D- definitely uh, Last Man Standing, man. The Omega Man. Last I, Man I, on I, Earth. I, I Am Legend. It was made into those two other films as well. So, um, yeah. But anyway. All right. So, my uh, mine is uh, a fascinating one. Here, let's get into this one. All right. Evil Genius is the true story of America's most diabolical bank heist. It is... Uh, In 2018, this is when this came out, it's about the murder of Brian Wells, a high-profile 2003 incident often referred to as the collar bomb or pizza bomber case. Here's the trailer. We got him out of the car and got him. I started hearing a beat. His eyes just got real wide. Potential hostage sent into the bank with an explosive around their neck. Something like this had never happened before in the history of the FBI. For being a small town, Erie has its share of bizarre events, but there is nothing that raised so many questions as this case. The call was made to the pizza shop at 1.30. Brian Wells drove to the site where the pizzas were to be delivered. The man told police that he was forced to rob the bank. The FBI believe that whoever built the caller is patient and secretive. Brian Wells here, he was supposed to go on a scavenger hunt. He was supposed to go from point A to point B to point C, where the keys would be given him to release this bomb. This made worldwide news. The purpose of the pizza bomber plot? Money. How could this happen? Who's the mastermind? Please, what's your emergency? There was a lot of tips coming in, but no smoking gun. We didn't have DNA, fingerprints. The bomb had wires that didn't mean anything to prevent the bomb squad from tampering with it. Do you make the bomb? No. Liar. It's a bank robbery, but it's a scavenger hunt. Guy has a cane gun, and it was actually loaded. With this emotion. I did nothing. Who actually said, hey, let's rob it back? She laughed about it. She said, I got away with it. Was Wells a victim or participant? When you have a bomb off to your neck, it became a diabolical game to them. That trailer made me want to watch this again. <laughs> I f- it's interesting that you bring this up because I totally forgot about this. Me too. Um, and I was fascinated by it when it was new. I, I, I was as well. And I'm like, and, and most of it was media sensation. Like, yeah. what a bunch of bullshit, blah, 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 collar around his neck. And, you know, he's, he's the guy that, you know, um, set it up. 
Yeah. But it went awful. It went wrong type yeah. of thing. And I think that's where the media was going with it anyways. Yeah. So. Yeah. I. Oh, my God. It is, okay. So, details. All right. So, it's a four-part four series. Each episode is about an hour long. And... It, of course, it's free on Netflix, so yeah, watch it anytime you get a chance. Right? Um, the executive producers are, are Jay and Mark Duplass, who um, I just talked about something else they did earlier, which was Wild Wild Country. They did that one documentary about the cult in uh, in, uh, in Oregon, right? And uh, that was fucking excellent. And guess what? This is I'm, this one's even more intriguing. Um, which is, if you think about it, it's kind of weird because these are both true events, and also there's a female character who's like fucking maniacal and you find out is running pretty much everything, right? Mm-hmm. And doesn't care who she fucking steps on to get what she wants. But more into that in a moment. Um, so that's very coincidental, but also cool at the same time that these guys are you know doing that, um, these documentaries. So anyway, yeah, the 2003 Pizza Bomber incident, it's not just that. I mean, that's the main thing, of course, but... There's other things. There's a murder that that, um, that happens. There's a there's a there's a um, a suspicious a very suspicious death. There's you know there's uh, just crazy shit with it. Um, so Brian Wells, he was the pizza guy. You know the pizza bomber. You know they called him, and he's the one that robbed the bank. And you know it, it, there was all this speculation for a while about like whether he was involved with it or not. And I don't want to give too much away because there's there's reveals here and here and there, and then there's you know this this series takes steps forward, then has to take some back to actually correct some of the things that that were maybe you know speculated on beforehand, right? And so it's it oh my god, I, I it is it brought this all back. Like I was as fascinated in this, um, it's just as almost as fascinated or more actually more fascinated this time watching it than I was when it was new back in 2003 when they were talking about it because it, at the time it was this huge mystery, right? Because mm-hmm. at the time they didn't know anybody. They didn't have one single lead, not one single anything to this. So the fact that all this stuff comes out about it and there's way more story to this than just Brian Wells. There's there's a guy named Carl Roden that got murdered. Um, there's there's a um, there's a guy that, um, that was a co-worker of Brian Wells at the pizza place and uh, he's affiliated with the with the with the robbers, and he um, died mysteriously like three days later of a drug overdose mm-hmm. when he was a, like right before he was going to talk to investigators, like the date like the night before he was found dead. You know that was suspicious. And then you have these 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 guys. You got Bill Rothstein, who I mean, he says this right when he sits down with an FBI FBI agent. He says, "Just to let you know, I'm the smartest guy in the room." Hmm. And then, you know, it's funny because the FBI agent, uh, Jim, Jim Fisher, you know, he also talks to the camera and stuff. And he says, he goes, he goes, he goes, well, Bill, I'm the only other guy here. And then Bill goes, exactly. <laughs> and but Bill, you're in handcuffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, oh, dude, but holy shit. The, the fucking level of detail that's put into what happened during this event. There's, I mean, there's a fucking frozen body. There's, there's. Just fucking, you know, yeah. There's 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 phone like there's phone tips that come in that like lead them in another direction. There's just and there's there's other people involved too as well. There's there's a hooker. <laughs> there's always a, a hooker. Yeah, there's a hooker involved one way or another. You know, you got a crazy chick who apparently has a high IQ level, right? Um, 
but she's also manic depressive and and uh, bipolar. So you put those together, you got I don't know the next Hitler or something, right? <laughs> so fucking crazy. She is fucking, but like also she's very methodical. When you um, um, the lady I'm talking about is uh, Marjorie Deal Armstrong, and I don't like I said I look if you're gonna. I highly recommend you watch this, and if you do, do not look anything up about it. Don't. The, you, you, you'll do this series a disservice because it'll, if you read about it, you're going to find out things that the, that the documentary reveals, and it's, it's way more entertaining if you don't. You don't read ahead. So read it and then watch it. Or I'm sorry, watch it and then read about it afterwards just to see, you know, like, because there might be some things the documentary leaves out or they, 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 they might state as almost fact. <laughs> Or maybe you know speculative fact, but then you have other people like FBI, the FBI agent saying you know in interviews afterwards that um, no, no, well we don't believe that to be true, you know. But there's not you know any fact to like shoot it down either. So there's no evidence to shoot th- certain things down. So, but anyway, what's fascinating about this is that all the things that happened to Brian Wells, because um, the footage is there, they fucking show his death and his death. It's brutal, but it's not as brutal as I thought it was. Because when when the incident happened, I, they made it sound like his fucking head exploded, and it didn't. It just it blew a, it blew a hole into the the front of his chest. It still killed him. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like extremely as graphic as I thought it was going to be. And they kind of cut the camera like the, the camera goes black for a quick second right when it explodes and he blows he, he falls backwards, so you don't get to see the entire death. You just see you know. And which is good because they try to be respectful of it, and they 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 show pictures of his body and stuff like that, but they don't like they had to do something to his body to get the collar off, and it's fucked up, and um, and they don't show that, so they they, they try to be respectful with the with the footage they show, and um, but it, it's still it's very effective. You're like you feel for this guy. I mean, this guy was fucking. Just, you know, he's like, dude, I'm not lying. He goes, I'm here. He goes, the bomb's going to go off. Is someone going to try to fucking help me? You know, and just like 20 minutes after they handcuffed him, that's when the alarm, the, the bomb went off. And so <laughs> this guy's given this fucking scavenger hunt by these, by these, by these people that he's a kidnapped him. And he's got to, you know, after he robs this bank, he's got to go here to get a key. He's got to go here to answer the phone. He's going to, he's got to go here after that, you know, it just, and you, they could tell the officer, the agents and the investigators could tell that there, it would have been absolutely completely 100% impossible for him to get to, to rob the bank and get to all these places in 55 minutes. It was, they, they, they purposely set this guy up to fucking die. And yeah, just, just all the, all these coincidences that come together while you're watching this thing, I look. I the first night I started finally watching because my cousin kept recommending it, and you know because it's only been out. I think it's been out for about a month or two at the most. But she recommended um, recommended it a couple times, and I just I didn't. I just kept putting it off because I didn't even know it was about the the, the pizza bomber. I kept putting it off. Finally, the other night I put it on. I put it on at eleven o'clock at night, and I was only going to watch one episode. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Three o'clock in the morning comes around, and I just watched all four fucking episodes. I couldn't stop. It was that goddamn good. It was that compelling. It was that fascinating, and I, I wouldn't even mind watching it again. I, I, this is one of those things that I want to watch it with someone who's never seen this, and just to see their reaction because it'll feel like I'm watching it for the first time again. That's how how good this is. I'm not trying to blow it up too big, but it is really well done, and it it's it's like a, a notch above Wild Wild Country, and that was really good as well. So. Um, yeah, Evil Genius, fucking great. And because of this, I just started watching Making a Murderer, which I heard some people say that Making a Murderer is better than this. But so far, I'm, I've am i only seen the first episode of Making a Murderer, 
and so far this one the evil genius is way better in my opinion but i've got nine more episodes of uh of making a murderer to go so we'll hold back on that one so all right there we go i think that's all i got dude because yeah yeah there's yeah i don't need to like i said i want to give away everything because it's fucking great so do your thing the survivor of a global epidemic battles a race of zombie vampires in an adaptation of Richard Matheson's I Am Legend. Another day to live through. Better get started. Those cells are still living, Dr. Mercer, off one another. There has to be an answer. You heard that all communications are ended outside the continental limits? Yes, I heard. That leaves it in our laps. an interesting trailer. That trailer, I think, it made that movie better than it was, <laughs> for uh, the most part. Yeah. Um, this is, it's an okay music, or music, it's an okay mu- movie. There was the a, music in that trailer was effective, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, the uh, It's interesting about this movie is that, A, it's in the uh, public domain. Yeah. Um, like, like Night of the Living Dead. 
and that uh, Richard Matheson helped to write the movie. Um, he was dissatisfied with the result and chose to be credited as Logan Swanson. <laughs> Um, it was, um, it was filmed in Italy, uh, and a lot of the stuff was, um, done at the, uh, Esposione Universal, Roma. It was released in the, it was released theatrically under American International Pictures in 1966, and, Holy uh, shit, I did not know that. I mean, I thought they filmed it in L.A. Like, shit. Yeah, I, I thought so, too. Um, as I was watching it, now, <clears throat> there's some really good parts about this movie, like the vampire zombies um, that are sentient. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, this movie works, but it drags. It really yeah. drags. And um, the problem in in... Like an overly long Twilight Zone episode? Yes, thank you. Yeah. The, the problem with the whole movie is exactly that. It would have worked better as as an episode of Twilight Zone. There's some... Look, the, the movie actually grabs a lot of the book's most worst parts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not worst parts in, in the bad sense, worst parts in the, in the desolate sense. Yeah. He is completely... He's not alone. But you know, and that's 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 the problem with the title of the movie. They call it the Last Man on Earth, but he's not because when he, he like visits hospitals and there's people still alive, it's just that it makes it seem that there's nobody around. Yeah. Um, it, just as in the novel, there's a female that um, that that comes to his attention. Yeah. And she's a vampire, but in the novel, she is the she's used as a lure. Yeah, to get him out because he's he's literally the last man on earth. When's the last time you saw this movie? When's the last time I saw this movie? Yeah. I just watched it. Okay, um, but in the book, she's a lure. They didn't use her as a lure in the movies. No. Oh shit. I, okay. Then that's how I remember her as well as a lure because I thought she was in the movie as well. But it's yeah. been a while. But I I did read the book as well. So there we go. Yeah. So and maybe she is. Um, I, I kind of glossed over it. The relationship with Ruth is different from the novel. No transfusion takes place. In this movie, she does a tr- blood transfusion to keep her um, from being burned by sunlight. Mm-hmm. But in the novel, basically, she's using suntan lotion or, okay. or sun, sun blocker. Yeah. Um, a cure seems implausible, even as Neville hopes that he will find one. Ruth escapes after Neville discovers that she's infected. The uh, protagonist of the novel is named Robert Neville, not Robert Mo- Morgan. This is the differences. Uh, the movie changed the protagonist's profession from plant worker to scientist, which is not that big of a deal. Uh, the film's vampires are almost zombie-like, where in the book they're fast, capable of running and climbing, and they're fucking annoying as shit. Yeah. And they do things to annoy Robert. Yeah, they're just like dr- they're like drunk people. That's what they are. They're just like drunk assholes in the middle of the night coming home. Yeah. Hey, we're out here, buddy. Yeah, the book ends <laughs> shortly before Neville is to be executed. Ruth... Uh, returns to give him suicide pills and finds it ironic that he's become as much of a legend to the new society as vampires once were to his, hence the title, I Am Legend. Uh, The novel implies that the vampire plague resulted from a biological disease. In the movie, the disease is not explained and is altered in subsequent adaptations. It's an okay movie. Um, Generally, it's getting about 70% um, approval ratings. Yeah. Um, Seven out of 10 when it comes to how uh, how the movie was written and acted and everything else. Yeah. Um, 
this is how uh, this is pretty much how I feel about the movie. Hampered by an obviously low budget and some poorly recorded post production dubbing that creates an amateurish feel. Uh, undermining the power of its story. This movie could have been so much better, but there are scenes like, you know, where, and it's the 1960s, but they could have, they were doing it with Hammer Films, so I don't understand why they didn't do it with this one, where Vincent Price is, a, you know, he's hitting a stake into somebody, Yeah. and it's obviously that he's not hitting a stake into anybody else, he's faking it. Yeah. Um, you know, or there's a scene where, and it's in the trailer as well, where he's going to run over the vampire zombies and in it, they use a, they use a car on a track, you know, yeah. with, with the scene running behind it. But other than that, it, it's generally, if you want to watch a depressing, desolate movie, this is the movie to watch. Because <laughs> um, there's a lot of his inner monologuing that's on the screen, right? Yeah. Um, Price felt that this better this movie was better than the uh, Omega Man from 71. Omega um, Man wasn't bad. I, I remember seeing that. It wasn't that bad. Charlton Heston. Did you ever see that one? No, I never watched Omega Man. Hmm. Uh, Matheson said that he was disappointed in the film, even though they more or less followed my story. I think Vincent Price... Um, was miscast. I also felt that the direction was kind of poor. I just didn't care for it. And, and and I also generally agree with that. I thought that it could have been a much faster movie if they had followed along yeah. a more, you know, I think it, it needed more action and instead we got a lot of Vincent Price moping around. Yeah. I do like the, the ending payoff. The ending payoff is is that, well, as he's dying, they're looking at him like he's the monster, you know, because he's the one that's slaying them, right? And and so it's kind of like, you know, first they were the monsters, but now since he's the last one, he's the last human, technically he's the monster, and now they're the new society. Well, that was the whole point of the book, too, so. Yeah. Here's a trailer for Omega Man. <coughs> Maybe. It's the Omega Man. Good Lord. Goddamn dirty apes. All these goddamn phones. <laughs> Turn off the goddamn phone. Why are all the phones ringing? <laughs> Turn off the goddamn phone. Ah. There is no phone ringing, damn it! <laughs> the oh. last man on earth lives in a fortress. What day is it anyway? Monday? The hell it is, it's Sunday. Sunday, I always dress for dinner. <laughs> Discovered Jack. How does that grab you, Caesar? The last man on Earth always carries an automatic weapon. <laughs> the last man on Earth is hunting. Goddamn dead people. Because the last man on earth is not alone. Ah. Ah. I don't the wall, you mother. <laughs> you mother. Shut your dirty mouth. Don't turn and just stand. When I want you to turn, I'll turn you. On or off, up or around, I'll turn you. Now cool it. Now put your hands out. Out. Way out. I'll shoulder. I like to go crucify you, baby. You got any more questions? That's a badly written character. 
My name is Robert. My name is Robert. Your name's Mud. You mean, you're a motherfucker. God, I hate that fucking era of music. Is this not the place where all the dead were burned? Showing the whole fucking movie. <laughs> there, there's a fucking. Of course, it's Warner Brothers, but there's a right at the end where you hear that that sound, yeah. the uh, getting hit by a brick sound. <laughs> yeah, dude. I. You know, um, going back on uh, Omega Man and The Last Man on Earth, um, the I Am Legend movie seemed to be with you know with Will Smith seemed to be a combination of those two films because I think the Omega Man was set in New York City. No, that's not it. Suck brick, kid. Oh, I don't want to go through forty-two minutes of sound effects. <laughs> Vampin' for sound. <laughs> Vampin' for sound. <laughs> Dung. I just want to hear the. It's not really. What? This is supposed to be Warner Brothers sound effects. I don't think so. This is like the shitty CD you buy of like the you know the songs from the original artist, but not played by the original artist. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the CD is $5 cheaper, <laughs> because of that. Oh, that's why it's on the bar. It's always around. the fucking, it's like the Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> there was no, yeah, there, there was, was literally no, no sound effect. <laughs> John Tyson's motto was, really? when better chickens are hatched. That wasn't his motto. I know what sound you're talking about, too. It's Yeah, I, I, I know, yeah. Hmm. I 
kind of that sound. Some of those sound effects, man, it's just fascinating to see them make them, how they make them. A lot of it was pulled from old movies. <laughs> I, the reason why I'm laughing is I'm picturing what device they're using in, in front of a microphone for that sound effect. Like some of it's cat gut. They just run their finger along the, uh, yeah. the string All right. or open the door. <laughs> you never saw I Am Legend, did you? No. It, it has its moments. The uh, Will Smith one? Yeah. It it because ha- Francis Lawrence is a decent director, but um, it yeah it has its moments. But there are things about it that they should have refined. They should have really spent their time on making. And you know, for example, uh, uh, the monsters. You know, the vampires, the hemocytes is what they called them in that movie. Um, they were they were way too CG, right. way too fucking CG. And then they, they made him way too strong. You know, there's a scene where they're attacking his truck, and, like, two of them run into it and knock his truck completely over on its side, and, you know, running at it full speed, you know, head ramming it. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's just too much. It, it, it would have been way... Because there's a... Okay, there's a scene where they first... Shoot you, the first time you see <coughs> the hemocytes, they're all bundled together in this... Hemocytes. This, in this building, because they have a blood disorder, right? So... Um, they're all bundled together in the dark, and and that was fucking creepy. I mean, they did a really excellent job with that, you know. But and that was fine. But then once you saw them running and stuff like that, it was it was way too much CG. It, it just fucking k- kind of killed it, you know, killed the fantasy of it. It was just too much. Yeah, it's like I don't want to see Will Smith running from a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I just I don't I I didn't find that movie interesting after seeing the trailers. And it has nothing to do with Will Smith. It has yeah. everything to do with the fact that... Um, they shit on the book? <laughs> yeah, they they completely shit on the book. They, they, they did nothing to advance the story, yeah. and they did nothing to help the story. Yeah, and so, yeah, and then, I mean, there's... Oh, man, the best parts of that movie is when he has his dog. But, of course, spoiler alert, it was, look, it... it Came out eleven years ago. You still haven't seen it. That's your fucking problem. You know his dog dying about halfway through the movie. That was probably the. That's where the movie got to the highest point emotionally that it was going to get. Right. And then after that, I mean, it, like I said, there are moments. There are some really cool fucking moments in this movie. But yeah, like I said, just you know, if you're gonna do a special edition, go do a fucking special edition <laughs> of I Am Legend and fix a bunch of those fucking those. Those problems, especially the CG problems. Anyway, all right. Um. <laughs> I know some of you may feel a little uncomfortable at the idea of having a giant Russian mercenary perform a full cavity search, but don't worry. He nearly always manages not to tear out anything too vital. You may even enjoy it. <laughs> the Emperor, voiced by Mark Hamill's Joker. <laughs> Death with a crowbar! Ah, ah, I did. 
<laughs> well, 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 what have we here? <laughs> Are you here to spoil my fun? <laughs> Don't be shy, superhero. After all this time, admit it. You've got a thing for me. You're gravely mistaken. You won't convert me as you did my father. <laughs> I'm counting on it. Just not yet. Ooh, we're just sneaking with you. <laughs> Walk quietly and carry a big stick. Not with this baby. <laughs> Why, my dear delusional knight, since you've made it this far, let me show you what I've cooked up. The final act's just starting, and it's a doozy. You're wrong. Soon I'll be dead. I mean, the ideas behind it is good. The jokes around here. Your overconfidence is your weakness. <laughs> Not always. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Confusing. <coughs> I know I'd want to know just what the hell is going on if I were you. <laughs> Hurry up and take your seat. The show's about okay. to begin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How did we go from... from I don't know. I just, I just saw... <laughs> I, I just saw um, different... Like, I wanted to watch... There's a Deadpool and... You know what we didn't... We, we forgot to mention on the, uh, on the uh, solo uh, review was, uh, you know, spoiler alert on this one, because, you know, this isn't the spoiler, uh, the solo uh, episode, but um, the Darth Maul thing. Oh, yeah. That was, like, that was fucking cool. That was, like, that grabbed my attention. It'd be cool to see what they do with that. I've already seen. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I Well, I've seen the Arlie Army, um, I, you know, the um, the Donald Duck thing. from The uh, Donald oh, Duck thing is funny. Oh, yeah. Our plans are not in the main computer. Funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking We're intercepting no transmissions. This is a consular ship. We're on a diplomatic mission. Oh, hey, you saw the paper, Anthony. Who was that guy? See, that's not good. That's pushing it. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Do I have to kill you? What if I was just to kick the ever-loving shit out of you? In your dreams. Oh, no, 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 no. In reality, if I was to kick the shit out of you, do I get the money? What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, so? let me understand this, because I don't you know. Maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? What? See, Where's my fucking drink. I asked you for a drink. You wanted a drink. I just asked you for a fucking drink. No, I thought I thought you said that you were a spider. No, 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 no. What do you got me on? Whoever edited these, yeah, you know, lazy. For mash, get smash. <laughs> Cadbury smash, mashed potatoes. Hmm. Are 
We're going to get a fucking hit for this one. Probably. <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about solo, so we're, you know, in, in high-speed chases and yada, yada, yada. So, and, and really, we're talking about movies yeah. and, and different impressions and things that are supposed to be good and not good. So, basically, we're reviewing YouTube channels. Yeah. And, and this doesn't... Is that the whole fucking movie? No. And, okay. Let's see. Alright, dude. <laughs> this is weak, dude. Yeah, those are real fucking weak. Stop it. Alright. Anyways, I was trying to find something good, but... <laughs> I wish I could do a Donald Duck voice <laughs> so I could do the whole full metal jacket <laughs> boot camp scene. <laughs> Who said that? Who the fuck said that? I can't see. Sounds more like Gollum with a cold. <laughs> so. that you should do Gollum as Arlie Ermy. <laughs> see, now that would be funny. I bet you could suck a golf ball through 10 feet of garden holes. Precious. Precious. <laughs> I like you. Yeah, you can come on over and fuck my sister. <laughs> See? <laughs> yes, yes. That's funny. My sister loves it. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, future reference. Okay. Arlie Ermey's uh, Golem. Arlie uh, Golem. Arlie Smeagol. Eh, one way or another. All right. Is that it? We get. We get. Yeah. Flicks of the week. Done.